Hello, and welcome to another episode of Timeless Wealth. Today, I'm Amy Dietz, and I'm with uh, Danica Bouchard and Chantelle Thomas from the Philantra team here at National Bank. Excited to have you ladies and talk about a little bit about what Philantra is. It definitely piqued my interest, and uh, I think a lot of our listeners, uh, again, when we're talking about charitable giving, I think this is going to be an interesting topic and uh, all the different options we have available here. So coming up next... Welcome back. So hi, Chantel. Hi, Danica. Thanks Nine. for being here today. Chantel, you just got in uh, off your flight off Montreal. So right off the plane and into the podcast studio. <laughs> Absolutely. Another <laughs> nice day in Toronto. It actually is. It was rainy yesterday, but it's beautiful today. So, well, today we're going to be talking about a program we have here at National Bank called Philantra. And so I'm very familiar with, I have a lot of clients that like to don't make donations and oftentimes they're making checks throughout the year. You know, oftentimes we see in December, that's a really busy month for, for mm-hmm. donations. And so then there's a lot of check writing at that point. But we often forget that there's other ways to give, right? And there's ways, there's a lot of tax advantages to, to donating as well. It's good Absolutely. to have the charity in mind. But Sometimes we don't have the time because we get busy in our day-to-day lives. So your group has a fantastic program that I went, oh my goodness, this is so great. And it's so easy. Um, And so we're going to talk about kind of the three main things today of like what makes Philantra and why is it so helpful when it comes to charity. So maybe just take a second and tell me a little bit about like your background, Chantal. You've been doing this for a long time, right? Yes, I've been working in philanthropy for, I'm afraid to say, almost 30 years. (laughs) So uh, all of that to say, I'm very passionate about philanthropy itself and about people who give. We meet fantastic people. They are at their stage in their life where they want to give back and they want to make it efficient. They want to ideally take the easy, nice part and rely on us for the administration and everything having to do with receipt for income tax, even calculations. So I think what we hear from our client is that they are, they think it's flexible, very mm-hmm. easygoing, and at the end of the day, they're very satisfied. I well, say. what I found mm-hmm. really interesting, because typically when I've looked at other institutions, the way it works is you say you have this idea, you want, you have a certain amount of money that you want to dedicate to charity and do, do your gifting from there. But you're usually forced into these specific funds or specific investments that not everybody really likes. They kind of want to still have that control and be able to manage it the way they are Mm -hmm. used to managing their other affairs, but there's not that option for them. But the unique thing about Philantra is you actually can still do that. So you still have that control over how you're investing your money, but have the resources of your team to actually help them do all the administration like you talked about. People Mm -hmm. like to keep a certain control just because they're used to and they they are they have been successful, so they have very good points, uh, wanting to be uh, more attached to the investment. So everything is transparent for them. Right. And the 
one of the good idea, and we hear a lot about that, is that they stay with their advisor, that mm-hmm. they trust, right. that they know sometime for years. Yeah. And this team is successful already. So it's interesting for the advisors, from what I understand, to stay involved and right. play a certain role right. and just help uh, in the way they can in their role and uh, duty. Right. Mm-hmm. That makes so, a lot of sense. Yeah. If I can add to this, I think the way we present it and our clients really appreciate is that they already have their circle of trust, right? right? Like within the bank or with their experts. And we're kind of a satellite team right. coming in and adding value, but without right. changing, you know, everything around them. So we work with, if they have a tax specialist, we'll work with them. If they have a legal advisor, we'll work right. with them and their investment advisor. So it's, it doesn't change their whole world. Right. They just have an additional team coming in to help them. Right. And we're there for as long as they want us to be you know, right. part of that. Right. Some funds are going to be perpetuated. Can example. you talk a little bit about what does a typical client look like? Because if I say mm. to somebody, have you ever thought about setting up a charitable foundation? They might go, oh, like mm. how much money do I need to have to do that? That sounds like a, a really big task. And, and maybe I'm just better off just to write my individual checks whenever I feel like it. What, what mm. type of person or what you know characteristics of a client do you typically see? I would say people that already are giving most of the time or they get to this point in their life where they want to give, they are capable of uh, giving and they don't know where to start very often. Mm -hmm. So they will ask all kinds of questions, some uh, about the transaction itself, Mm -hmm. some about where should I give, who should I trust, uh, how much should I give to have an impact. Can I measure the impact? Uh, can I, you know, uh, what are the administration fees? Can I just give uh, locally because I really appreciate my community? Right. And uh, the contrary, can I give anywhere in the world? Can I give to my alma mater in the States? Or, right, right. And they don't know where to start. Right. So uh, any question that uh, an advisor would hear uh, having to do with donating, with the past experience, mm-hmm. with desire to do something, with the gift and will or intention of giving in the will. Right. And this is something that sometimes is, of course, you don't speak about that every day. So yeah. another area where there's a lot of questions yeah. on mm-hmm. the how should I, uh, what should I well, write? We see that a lot when we work with clients on the estate side. It's, I think I want to donate something to charity I'm not sure which charity. Yeah. I yeah. don't know how to do mm-hmm. it. Where does that come in? So that, that we have a lot of those conversations. That brings me to I something that we decided to develop, and I think it's part of our success. It's that it, it would be an error to see a foundation like the Philanthropy Foundation, like uh, the center of what we should offer to people. Mm-hmm. It is very well designed. It is well taught. Uh, it's really satisfying for people. But this is just a piece of it. I, I think what's most important is the uh, the service that we develop around right. it. So the best advice we give to every everyone, in fact, but mostly the advisors who are working with their client on a day-to-day basis is that they should contact us sooner than later, right. as soon as there is a conversation right. or a question. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
uh, or sometime a life event, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, liquidity event as well. Right. If that, we're that's thinking a good tax. point. It's mm-hmm. a really good point because it's not always just a state, but sometimes when you sell your business, mm-hmm. there's money that's come in, or maybe you're an executive and you get kind of those chunky bonuses. And there's sometimes that I want to give along the way when I get those bonuses, how do I do it in a more thoughtful, yeah. mm-hmm. tax efficient way? I feel like saying a story, telling a story mm-hmm. now, and it will introduce the role of the third person in the team, which is Julie Milligan. Julie is responsible for anything having to do with administration of the foundation itself. Right. But because of her skills as a financial planner, she grabbed very fast the tool that uh, the experts uh, in uh, tax uh, developed for us. Right. And she's playing with that tool lovely. I mean, uh, she she really can make the numbers talk. Right. So we bring the conversation towards the transaction mm-hmm. when time comes to s- selling an, a company. Because uh, very, and I have a different example in mind. People are saying these words to the advisor. Well, now I'm slowing down. I want to sell that company. Mm-hmm. And after I want to give back, I want to be involved as a yes. volunteer. Yeah. And I want to involve mm-hmm. my family. Mm-hmm. Okay, when after? Because it's some piece of it should be done now. Right. Don't wait for right. after the tax event because you give less at the end of the day. Right. So it is a lot at the same time, the same year when yeah. you do all the planning, you sell your company. It is very busy. Yeah. <laughs> but nevertheless, it's the moment to just chunk this piece of tax calculation. Right. And make the most strategic gift. Right. That you can. Mm-hmm. Then rest. Well, it's a way to make your money go further and that gift Absolutely. go further too. And you don't right? have to know at first where you want to give. Right. After. You have time. Yeah. Yes. And this is, I think, a key of what we call the DAP, the Donor Advice Fund. Right. There are couple of other uh, foundations like Philantra around, but I think what uh, is unique in what we are developing now is this service, this accompaniment. Right. We go up front and right. make sure people know, We, in a way, we educate if they don't know or they know pieces of it or mm-hmm. they're not comfortable. Right. It's our comfort zone. So right. come to us and mm-hmm. Julie will help with the transaction, at least makes things clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, in other uh, we sometimes it start by giving in will and very often if it's not calculated I've seen that tons of time right there are credit loss right when time comes to the estate and the gift is realized the there is not enough space because there is a maximum space to make a gift in will right and it's too late so this oh. is the answer to this is planning right financial planning tax planning estate right of course we are in a privileged position right yeah so i think comes with that a big responsibility well and i think the other thing and you touched on it too and danica you and i've chatted about that as well is the advice on the gift because oftentimes i have clients that will come and say i want to help a children's charity or Mm -hmm. i'm passionate about animals or you know you know uh you name it, there's there, maybe there's an event like a natural disaster events or things yeah. like that, that kind of pop up. Like we're talking about forest fires and things right now. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they don't know where to get that information. Like which charity do I give to? I, I have no idea where do I start, but you guys can actually help us with that as well. Danica will help them. This is a role yeah. and this is something that people have never heard of. Mm-hmm. And it's uh 
the wow of the year, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> so then it can maybe you can speak about yeah. some example. I have some in mind. Uh, yeah. Talking about animals or anything. You know, there are tons Where of examples. Where do you start? Yeah. Like if somebody comes to Danica and says, you know, I'm passionate about animals. Where, like... What do you do with that? Because it's like, you figured out. <laughs> but it's a, it's a great question. And, and to be honest, I would say more than 50% mm -hmm. of the clients who are, like, they're okay with the transaction. They understand the benefits of it. They want to give. Right. They do not have a precise cause in mind. Right. So that's very common that we do have that conversation. And what we develop is actually like a coaching approach if you want to mm -hmm. get a vision, really right. a vision. Because... Um, so charities, when you have um, like a foundation or, or a DAF, like a donor advice fund, you do have this disbursement quota, right? So right. you do have to give a minimum. And I want to say, I think most of our clients do give almost a double of it. Right. So that's great, right? So they really want to give. So we want to make sure that the impact is the greatest, right? right. So that vision makes sense. And um, so we don't, I mean, we have an example of a client. We're almost there, right? Like if that's the same one we have in mind, we're almost there, like the final steps. He was the first client I met on November 1st when I started. Right. And then we had, I think it was the first session of like, you know, kind of brainstorming. Right. And since then, you know, we've, it went there and there and there, like a different. All over the place. All yeah. over the place. Yeah. And then, you know, we touched like, you know, what matters the most to them. And sometimes so tears really are shed. So you an educational or, approach to educating absolutely. clients about where their gift goes how it's used and how they can even have a greater impact greater than the cause itself because they can they can be used as leverage they can use themselves as leverage right, right. with some foundation for example so they do have they can solicit with uh, online donations for example right. there's a lot of things that we can do for them that we right. can create with them that they don't know um so um but to go back to your question then so once you know we kind of felt you know this this area seems to be where it's key to right, them right so then we identified a couple of charities i had chats with them with chantal we had meetings and we developed like a specific project mm -hmm. that is exactly what the charity needs right and that is exactly what the donors are looking for oh that's perfect and the next step in this case it's their meeting um together right and i think i think it's gonna go forward yeah and we're talking about huge amount of money but that is it's i mean i don't know if you ever heard of a uh, uh, base uh, trust-based philanthropy, which is okay. we're kind of leaving um, the charities decide, you know, where the money is going to go right. in terms of their needs. Oh, I see. So trust-based is you just leave it up to like the charity unrestricted to like gifts, gifts and stuff okay, like that, right? So it. there's education that we also do with the donors saying, we understand this is what we care, what you care about, but this is these are the needs. Is there something, you know, that we can do together? In this case, it was exactly that. So you can we be more specific together. is exactly how those dollars will be spent. Yeah, if you want to have that level of control. Yeah, we can pledge agreement yeah, on pledge. behalf mm -hmm. of the donors. Um, and I'd like to hear a little bit about what you do to help foundations themselves, because they mm -hmm. don't, sometimes they, they did not prepare for right. uh, such uh, deep questions. Like yeah. a lot of yeah. charity will speak sure. about anything they do, which is fantastic. Yeah. But something it lacks a bit of... Um, like a formality, like... Uh, the numbers. Numbers, yeah. numbers yeah. are yeah. missing. You know, right. um, numbers, you know we're yeah. talking yeah. about young kids. Okay, how many kids? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and how much for one kids? And uh, that speaks to donors. Right. So yeah. in a way, Danica is helping a lot. The Charities right. themselves to get better at what they're doing. Right. Not that they don't do it uh, well, but they're not used to that level mm -hmm. of question that we pull out right, of right, the right. donor. Because if you don't do that, there could be 
deception. The um, We want to make sure that when they decide and what it is that they want to measure, we'll be able to prepare it before the transaction right. rather than after. Mm-hmm. Apart from making it easier for the uh, charities to receive a simple wire transfer instead of right. being challenged with uh, gifts, uh, transfer of listed security yeah. and gift of life insurance, you know, all of that. Right. You don't have to worry about that. It's so there's a end. lot that goes into giving, right? It's not just simply writing your checks. There's a way to actually make it more impactful, more meaningful to the actual person donating, but also to the charity. So it's a real, Absolutely. you kind of create this partnership on both sides and kind of complete that, exactly that, that whole yeah. circle, right? Because the goal is that we all want the charities to receive more. more. Right. So we see the capacity, we see people that with a, uh, uh, want they want to give, but sometimes they refrain themselves because they doubt, right? And they hesitate, and finally, it's not going on. So yeah, yeah. it's very important. And when they're happy, they give more, right? I mean, that's why we don't put any maximum giving. We don't it's want true. people if to you feel see form. the money going to a specific thing, and you can actually see with your eyes the impact. You're probably going to get more behind the cause and Absolutely. feel more committed to the cause, Absolutely. as well as the Absolutely. foundation will probably you build that partnership with them too. And people so. are allowed to expect putting their name on buildings, things right. like that, but they don't know right. how much should I give, mm-hmm. who should I trust. The charities don't have right, the right, same right. figures. It's an old world, yeah, and uh, it's it's just fun to help them navigate and make their own mind around well, what it is that they want. Well, this has been really, really helpful as an overview. So I think, you know, the top three things, what I've heard is you make it simple, you make it easy to, you know, talk about your donations. You help optimize the tax strategies mm-hmm. to, to make sure you're getting the most out of that gift as well. But then the advice around the charities themselves and what your own vision is, um, I think is hugely important because, again, a lot of people want to give, but it's just I don't know exactly where or how to do it. So those are the three main things that I think really stood out and uh Again, having that control over your investment is also really key. So I think it's a great program and uh, I definitely see a lot of uh, advantages to using it and getting that extra advice and making it part of that plan. And to your point, Chantel, talking about it sooner than later, it's not always left at the end of the estate. That ongoing uh, tax benefit and gift that you can give ongoing is hugely important. So Plus, you probably see some funny uh, visions that people have, too. Like, uh, people are probably very creative, I can imagine. So you've You're probably right. seen it all. <laughs> they all call themselves crazy dreamers. Yeah. And they are, but we, we like it. Well, we like they, to create that vision. they position to dream in a right. way. Yes. Yeah. They should They dream. should. Because if they don't, who will? Right. I mean, right. they are really uh, privileged. Uh, well, we'll have you yeah. back for another Group. session, and we'll talk about some of the funny <laughs> stories and things that people do. Uh, <laughs> and come up with. with great pleasure. Thank you. Thank for the you. invitation. Thank you, thank you so you, much. Thank you.